Hey, welcome to the Sex, Self, and Relationships Podcast. I'm your host, Fatima, but you can call me Tima. This is a lifestyle podcast focused on sex, self, and relationships. This podcast will provide sex education, focusing especially on female pleasure. We will discuss self-development and how we can become the best versions of ourselves, all while exploring our relationships and how we can show up as our best for all of them. Welcome. Hello everyone, welcome back. Today's episode is on how to respectfully manage your vulva. As you can tell by the title, today's sex episode is for the ladies. Today I want to go over details of respectfully managing a healthy vulva. Let's get into it. The vulva includes the opening of the vagina, not including the vaginal canal, the clitoris, and the inner and outer lips. So basically, the part you see on the outside, that is the vulva. Regardless of the patriarchy's opinion on the female vulva, it's still the female's responsibility to manage and call the shots on her vulva. So here are a few tips on how to responsibly manage and respect your vulva. I've broken down the tips into five vulva categories. The first vulva category is vulva knowledge. I want you to get to know your vulva. I want you to get to know your specific vulva. Get a mirror and introduce yourself to your vulva. Yeah, I said it. It might be odd if you've never done it before, but I want you to get to know all the parts of your specific vulva. Get to know the names and the purpose they serve. This might be a little weird at first. It might be a lot uncomfortable, but the more you do it, the more comfortable it gets. Remember, all vulvas come in different shapes and sizes. What makes your vulva special, it's that it's yours. Regardless of what your vulva may look like, be sure to express gratitude towards its magical capabilities. Most importantly, avoid all negative self-talk or comparisons of your vulva. The next vulva category is vulva safety. And this vulva safety is specific to sexual partners. It is your responsibility to protect your vulva from sexually transmitted diseases and unwanted pregnancies. Here are a few things you can do to start protecting your vulva. One, always carry a condom. If you are sexually active and you know that you will be using a condom, carry a condom. It doesn't matter if the guy's the one using it. It doesn't matter if you're expecting the guy to have it. You should always carry a condom for yourself as well. In a case where the guy doesn't have one, you don't want to be put in a position where you're thinking with, your aroused vagina and not your brain. So be prepared ahead of time. Come with a condom so you don't make any terrible decisions that may risk the safety of your vulva. The second thing, get tested regularly to know your status. It's your vulva, so it's your responsibility. You should always know the latest and greatest of your vulva. What is going on? Get tested so you could protect your vulva and protect other people from your vulva. Number three, determine your preferred birth control and stick to it. I understand birth control is a touchy subject for a lot of people, especially hormonal birth control. Hormonal birth control isn't for everyone, and it has a lot of side effects that does not work for everyone. But there are alternative options. Some alternative options can be using a copper IUD, which is a non-hormonal birth control. A copper IUD is also called Paragard, for those that may be interested. You could also opt in for a more natural 
non-hormonal birth control, which is fertility awareness. And that's basically learning your cycle, understanding your fertile period, and abstaining from sex during that time. Do your research, do your homework, determine what works best for your body, speak to your gynecologist, and then do that. Protect yourself and prioritize your vulva safety. The next category we're talking about today is vulva care. Caring for your vulva can look like cleaning the vulva. There's a lot of information on how to clean the vulva out there. There's a lot of products that people are selling to clean the vulva. And it's honestly not that complicated. The vulva is not that complicated. The vulva can be cleaned with a washcloth or your hands using just warm water. Or, if you like, very plain, non-scented soap to gently clean around the folds. You don't need to do too much. You just need to gently clean around the lips, around the folds of your vulva on a daily basis, and you're good. Warm water is perfectly fine. But if you want to do the little extra, non-scented soap works as well. Though the vagina is not part of the vulva because the vagina is specifically the vaginal canal, which is inside of the body, I know some people might think that that is something that they need to clean as well. And I want to put that in this episode because it is not needed. The vagina does not need to be cleaned. The female vagina is a self-cleaning machine. And it does this by maintaining a natural pH balance and cleaning itself with its natural discharge. The vagina got itself. It's doing its own thing. You don't need to come up in there, add in your plain soap and all this extra stuff in your vagina. It's only going to mess with your pH balance and actually disrupt the cleaning it's already doing. Right? So avoid cleaning the vagina yourself. And when I say the vagina, I'm going to repeat this again. The vagina is the vaginal canal, which is inside of your body. The vulva is not inside of your body. The vulva is all the outside parts, which can be cleaned with warm water or non-scented soap. Another vulva care is seeing a gynecologist. A critical part of vulva care is visiting a gynecologist at least once a year for an annual exam. If your needs aren't being met by your current gynecologist, it's your responsibility to find a new one. Don't just say, oh, I don't like my gynecologist, so I'm just not going to go back. No, it's your responsibility to shop and find a gynecologist that fits your needs. If you're constantly feeling judged, unheard, or pressured to make decisions you don't agree with by a gynecologist, it's your sign to find a new gynecologist. Always remember, just because your gynecologist studied the female reproductive system, it doesn't mean they know what's best for your specific vulva and your reproductive system. So trust your intuition and continue searching till you find the right gynecologist that's willing to listen to your needs and develop the best solutions for your long-term health benefits. Trust me, it's worth the search. The fourth vulva category is vulva boundaries. And this is also specific to sexual partners. Vulva boundaries is honoring your sexual values and needs with all sexual partners. It's your vulva. So you get to choose who plays with it. Understanding your sexual values and needs prior to sexual activity is crucial, especially to avoid experiencing post-sex blues. Remember, we've talked about this before. We've talked about post-sex blues in the How to Get Over Post-Sex Blues episode. Post-sex blues is a feeling of sadness, agitation, depression, following participation in mutually consensual sexual intercourse. 
This can happen when you haven't really figured out your sexual values and your sexual needs prior to entering sexual intercourse. So sometimes you do that and you end up doing things that you don't really agree with or like and you regret it afterwards. So for more information on how to determine your sexual values and your needs, definitely check out the How to Get Over Post-Sex Blues episode. Last vulva category for today's episode is vulva pleasure. You know I had to save that for last. (laughs) Vulva pleasure specifically relating to masturbation. One of the biggest highlights of the vulva is its ability to provide enhanced sexual pleasure. All parts of the vulva, the opening of the vagina, the clitoris, and the inner and outer lips play a role in providing pleasure. Though the clitoris is the queen bee of pleasure. Like I said before, the clitoris alone has over 8,000 nerve endings. The clitoris's only purpose is pleasure, which is what makes it the queen bee of pleasure. Part of vulva management is learning how to please yourself, honestly. In addition to the many benefits of masturbating, such as stress relief, pain relief, good sleep, it also increases vulva confidence and knowledge. The more you masturbate and learn what your body likes, the easier it is to communicate during partnered sex. So I hope these vulva knowledge are helpful for you and you incorporate them into your vulva care and your vulva management. Thank you so much for listening. I highly recommend you check out the book Pussypedia by Zoe Mendelson. I'll definitely leave the link in the show notes. There's a lot of great info in there on the female pussy and the reproductive system, the vulva, the everything. Everything you need to know about being a female is in there. There's a lot of great tips. Definitely check it out. Love you guys. Thanks for listening again. Bye. Please like, share, and most importantly, leave reviews to help the podcast grow. For more information on the resources used in this episode, please refer to the links in the bio. Thank you.